Episode 21, worst fans in baseball. Guess what? There's not going to be any fucking baseball. Blackjack! Blackjack. That's 21. That's 21. Yep. There's never going to be baseball. Baseball is done, and it's Russia's fault. Yep. It's Russia's fault. Russia invaded invaded the players' union. And Walker Bueller is destroying T-72s with a fucking javelin missile. Yep. Where do we go I have not been... Uh, dude, I have not been following baseball because uh, I've been following the the war in Ukraine because I'm like, oh boy, this is bad news. And because uh, uh, I'm true to my left-wing beliefs that imperialism is bad. Like, Nick, you think what we did in Iraq was bad, right? Yeah. You think what we did to Afghanistan was bad, right? Yep. Do you think um, if uh, someone, if another country not named America did that, you think it'd be bad? It's always bad. Oh, no fucking shit, right? Well, it's really hard to get that through to some of these Marxist Leninists on fucking Twitter, I tell you what. Oh, sitting man. on their just... ass posting, hoping that, hey, we'll we'll solve world peace if we just resist pussy and read enough theory. It's just time so, to stay uh, off the internet in that regard, bro. Dude, I, I, I am obsessed. Like, I'm, like, inspired, and I know it's horrible because it's a war and working class fuckers are dying, and it's... You know, and we're on the brink of like, well, maybe not on the brink, but you know, nuclear war is maybe a possibility. I but sure like, hope not. This podcast is just getting started. It's just you pick the right time to start a podcast during a lockout and imminent, imminent nuclear holocaust. Okay, yep. but like watching, uh, watching, uh, watching the uh, the Ukrainians just absolutely kick the shit out of the Russian invading force is hilarious and we're gonna get to baseball but this is how my week's going aside from like tom's two weekly jobs, recap aside from working two jobs and you know finally getting some days off to where i can just sleep and pet my kitty i've been like hey i'm gonna just follow the i'm gonna follow this russo invasion because i think vladimir putin the world would be better if uh, he f- fucking died i think it'd be good and it might because this is going so badly. I, the rest of these Russian oligarchs might make him drink a cyanide milkshake. It'd be pr- kind of cool. But um, I'm watching videos of uh, these. Of uh, I watched a video of a person in a minivan pulling up to a Russian convoy and throwing a Molotov cocktail at it, and like it's horrible because civilians might are that could you could die and it wouldn't be so funny if it wasn't so comical watching all this shit go down i sent a video to tyler our good buddy friend of the pod tyler uh a video of like there's a russian soldier they are like taking a an apartment complex and this guy's outside and this old man comes up and punches him and starts attacking him and this guy shoots into the ground to stop him and the guy's like i'm gonna fucking kick your ass and i'm i'm losing my mind at how fucking crazy this is like there's 10 so anyone not following this I guess we're a geopolitical podcast now. Uh, they have baseball over there. I think it's important. Um, let's think of it as this. Um, <laughs> how would we describe it? Um, Ukraine is supposed to be the, in terms of uh, the, uh, 
actually, let's do it like this. The top military powers out there um, uh, who spend the most money in uh, on their on, on 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 all their weaponry and all their on all their you know supposed infrastructure to to establish their might in imperial domains i mean the united states is number one we're the new york yankees i would say you know in terms of world championships and money spent okay and number two number three you could go between like um uh, uh china or 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 russia quite honestly so let's, uh, you know, Russia's top three, okay? They're at least the Boston Red Sox or the St. Louis Cardinals when it comes to, when it comes to uh, military might, okay? And Ukraine is the, uh, the, the Montgomery, uh, the, sorry, the Birmingham Biscuits. They are a minor league team, and right now they're beating the Cardinals 10-0 in the third inning. That's basically what it's going. Uh, the Russians didn't bring enough fuel for tanks, Nick. And they're running out of the thing that makes tanks go, gas. You know that. Um, They're running out of it, and they're abandoning their tanks. And I'm looking at videos of farmers, Ukrainian farmers, hooking up their fucking knockoff Soviet-like tractors to them and just driving off with these tanks. I'm losing my fucking mind this week. This is... If it wasn't so destructive and terrible, this is quite honestly funnier than um, the current MLB lockout, which if you thought MLB, uh, if you thought pace of play was a problem right now, uh, you should see it. Uh, you should see it whenever there's a labor dispute. So that that's this week in Tom was uh, watching MLB owners get dunked on, but mainly watching uh, capitalist oligarch uh, shit brains like uh, uh, the Russian state and Vladimir Putin get pissed in their cornflakes. So that, you know that's been my week. Why even talk about Vladimir Putin when we have Vladimir Guerrero Jr., am I right? Oh, look at that segue! Look at that, baby! Nicky boy! And if we don't get a whole season of fucking Vladimir Guerrero Jr., I'm going to lose it, okay? You know, if you uh, brought in... You know, we would get a deal done if we if if we brought in uh, Ukrainian's president, Vladimir Zelensky, because uh, that, du- that dude's crazy. If we got that in... if we could get a deal done if we uh, if if we brought in that dude, okay. But um, I don't know what what's going on. In labor news. They've been meeting every day this past week. Um, it looked yep. like we had agreements on getting rid of the qualifying offer, uh, a universal DH. That seems kind of cool. And then everything uh, went to shit today. Yep. So. Fucking uh, old old Mister. I'm up. Manfred's ass, John Heyman, keeps p- tweeting out like there's hope, but uh, the thing yeah, is, fuck. is that there is no hope, and fuck. regular season games are going to get canceled because they're not going to have a deal tomorrow night, Yeah, or tonight, whenever, yeah, Monday night. Fuck John Heyman, fucking CNBC lawyer-looking goon. He is, his, his Hall of Fame ballot sucks. His reporting sucks. Uh, I I hope I hope an anvil falls on him and he gets like one of those huge bumps on his head. I hope he gets hit by a fucking piano. Uh, the sucks. very very small sliver of me hopes that he's right when he says that there's a chance for a deal tomorrow. Um, but I think again he's just a fucking chill for the MLB and owners. So I'm just gonna well, let go of that hope. If you're following reports from like Verducci and Wef Passan. Uh, and 
and others. Evan like Drellich is who I'm really seeing. I kind yeah, of just follow. Rogers. Uh, yeah, I kind of follow a little bit of uh, both of them. Um, so the big thing that's been on the table is not playoff expansion. It's not. I mean, arbitration is important. It's not going to be the main thing, um, or even like playoff teams or fucking the universal DH. It is going to be the economics of the of the uh, of the CBA or sorry of this upcoming deal that basically determines if we have a baseball season. Everything else is you know it it, it, it sides. It is some cranberry sauce. The economics of the whole thing is the turkey. It is that big, meaty, juicy breast. You would know about that. Shout out to Hannah. Uh, it is not, and uh, everything else is just uh, is just corn and green beans. You think your girlfriend would like that joke? But she, are you, yeah, are you gonna, yeah, she's she's actually, okay. she's actually pretty like, dark and like has has that yeah. dark sense of humor like me and like you know. Um, well, you know. So. so she's a she's a big juicy turkey. So Nick is All Nick right. is with a Nick is fucking a bird. Anyway, uh, oh my <laughs> god. Anyway, so the economics of it is going to be uh, the CBT. Yes, and it's going to be the threshold. The cock and ball torture. The cock and ball torture. It's going to be. That's what this whole the, thing feels like, though. Like ultimately, it feels like my cock and balls are being tortured, and not you yeah. know for pleasure. How, uh, yeah, um, uh, I, you know, it's been a while since I've had like a a good, uh, a good tug session, uh, a a good, you know, it's been a while since I've had my balls in a vice grip or an Iron Maiden, but (laughs) right now, uh, right, right now, um, this is, uh, this is getting depressing because the owners have the leverage because they're billionaires who don't really care about baseball. This is, it's just about money to them. And, you know, uh, people should know that most baseball players break in when they if, when they finally do get called up in their mid-20s. And then they're under six years of team control before they can be a free agent and make big money. And it takes three years of arbitration or until they reach arbitration to even make, you know, a couple mil. And that's if they're really good. Um, so there are far less millionaires in the game as some people would point or would like to, uh, contrary to what some people believe. So, um, these billionaires could honestly just wait out the whole season if they want. And they know that, you know, the Max Scherzer's and Manny Machado's be fine, but we're talking about what, um, I forgot what the number is. I think it's, uh... At the very least, it's either a third or or, or like fifty something percent of the league is not making a million dollars. Yeah, so dude, they know. The, so they like know it's more. It's like sixty percent of them are making less than five hundred thousand or something like that too, or something. Or yeah, less than and well, I mean, 000. yeah, they're like a minimum, or because they're on the forty man roster, they make like the minimum of like forty thousand, and then if they get some MLB um, uh, season time, then then they get the league minimum, but. Uh, what the players want is an increase in uh, the CBD uh, or CBD. I can't speak. Jesus Christ. Uh, the CBT, the cock and ball torture. Uh, yes. To their initial calls were north of 250. Um, they have compromised, looking to be at around 235. If you look 
at um, you know um, uh, productivity levels, I guess, uh, in terms of the valuation of major league baseball teams uh, and how much player if you know player salaries rose in conjunction with the value that teams make, you know that threshold would be closer, honestly, to about three hundred. Um, so the players are already, I think, compromising coming in looking for around two fifty. But the uh, they compromised again, wanting about two thirty five, and then the owners. What do they offer them, Nick? Break this down. Uh, I don't have any of the information pulled up. So well, what do you know? What the current one is? Let me see. I just had it. I did have that on the timeline. I think. Give me just one second. I think it was. Yeah, they wanted it two fifteen, right? And then, yeah, yeah, but. Or no, it's at two fourteen. So, yeah, um, and the owners offered two fifteen, right? Yeah, they offered a they offered an extra fucking million a year compared to what it was. So the lockout, which difference between a strike and a lockout? Strike is if the players refuse. The lockout is the owners refuse. Okay, the lockout imposed on December second by the owners, who waited over forty fucking days before meeting with players to submit a proposal. They had tentative like meetings on it, but they did not submit any kind of proposal for over 40 motherfucking days. Okay? Their, their comeback to the players wanting arguably just a slight increase to not even matching what would be fair was to say, we'll raise, <laughs> we'll give you uh, one million extra dollars on the CBT in fucking sanity. Not to mention the players uh, compromised on uh, arbitration coverage on players wanting initially wanting like three quarters of um, uh, arbitration protection on MLB players. Uh, the current is twenty two percent of players are guaranteed that. Uh, and the players compromise going down to 35%. And the MLB owners uh, say it's non-negotiable. So, like, this is their lockout that they imposed. They seem satisfied <laughs> with letting it continue. Like, some of the ass that the owners want is like a 14-team uh, expanded playoff, which... What the fuck ever? They make extra money with the playoffs. I think it kind of maybe at that point starts to dilute a little bit, but who knows? Um, they the other big thing is they want to implement. So right now, when it comes to ma- you know like a major rule change, for example, Nick, you need to give the league uh, the 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 unions uh, the union notice uh, of one year, so you can't just drop something sneaky on them. They want to get rid of that and have it replaced with forty-five days, hmm. and you don't ha- and you don't need union approval on it, so you don't need consent of the players. Now they propose a um, like uh, uh, what would I uh, how would I put it? They would propose like a committee composing of two players and an umpire and some executive, but to make rule changes without player approval on just forty-five days' notices absolutely absurd and that's what nearly drove the players to simply just call it off and go home 
I mean, the economics is what's going to tie it up, but uh, I think that was just like a, a, the, 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 the big stinky brown raisin on, on this shit Sunday was, uh, uh, was, that, was that call, was that uh, proposal made by the owners who have not budged like hardly a fucking inch when it's come to this lockout. Everything's fucked. Yeah, it's these are these the these are billionaires. Um, they don't. We made fun. This should be just called "fuck the uh, fuck the owners" part two. It um, could be electric boogaloo. Uh, like next episode, we should you know next episode we're gonna do this. We're gonna like rank our least favorite owners, and then oh we're going to God, fucking well. do. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna study one owner for a week. And then uh, I guess think of all the cool, all the funny ways. No, this is this would be just a waste of time, to be honest. Well, you know, they're you know it's a waste of time right now because we don't have like uh, we don't have any baseball, my guy. It's uh, it's sad. It's a it's an it's sad and grumpy. Um, It's it's gross because you have uh, uh, ultra like uh, like like nation changing rich. Uh, rich guys, wealthy motherfuckers who, and I stand by this, who have sex islands with children in cages on it. I know it. Um, who are simply just going to hold leverage over the players and just be like, all right, well, you know, we already don't pay you guys dick as it is. So, you know, good luck finding another job or, you know, making money this off season. We'll just sit this shit out. So, and, uh, you know, I know this is going to come out late, but everyone, uh, you know, cancel your MLB, MLB.com subscription. So. Yep. Everybody cancel, cancel your MLB TV subscription. Yep. Fuck right now. them. Fuck, fuck, fuck them. So. They're not going to do anything it's, to help anybody either. They got the blackout bullshit on there. I mean, bro, people in Iowa can't even watch. They can't watch like eight teams or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Stupid as fuck. Because um, of blackout not, restrictions. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's... Anyway. So, yeah, I'm lo- looking at it here. Union lowered its proposal for number of players eligible for arbitration after two years of service time from 75 to 35%. And currently, right now, it's 22%. Um, when it comes to the luxury tax proposals... Players offered to come down two million on their thresholds, which they had started at two hundred forty-five million each year from twenty twenty-three to twenty twenty-five. MLB countered by offering to raise the threshold in year two of the agreement from two hundred fourteen million to two fifteen. John Heyman is sniffing some absolute, absolute fucking mind-melting hallucinogenic farts out of rod manfred's ass (laughs) if he thinks if he thinks these motherfuckers are anywhere close to a deal like there was no way with the deadline they said that they were gonna immediately come out with a deal like it was gonna oh yeah they'll probably have something in you know pretty close by like saturday sunday and then finish it up maybe monday but like that i it it would be a miracle if tomorrow they'd be like, all right, we're done. Hey, we just fucking with you. Hey, it's your money. Hey, you know? I mean, dude, if it ends up like that, like, dude, I'll be so fucking happy. Like, I don't, I honestly don't want baseball unless it, like, really goes the player's way. This is just, like, I, you know, I want them to hold out. 
Um, I want us to get Bill DeWitt's address. I want us to po uh, poop in his yard. I want us to get Southern Yellow Jackets and put them in his mailbox. Um, you know, I, that's, I believe that's fair. I believe that's, uh, you know, I believe that's good praxis. Um, I, I, I don't want, I want the players to get what they want on this. Right. Like no one, no one, no one watches these baseball's already a boring sport. I love, I love the game, but like if I'm going to take someone to, they're like, take me, I've, I, I have, I am an adult person. I want a sport that will excite and, and invigorate me. I'm taking them to a hockey game 10 out of 10 times. If they're like, uh, take me to a, a sporting event that I don't have to pay attention that much attention to and uh, make it outside and make it to where there's $12 beers and then I have a horrible, horrible headache uh, halfway through. I'll be like, okay, we're going to go to a baseball game. So it's, uh, you know, give the players what they want. Give them uh, up that fucking competitive balance tax, 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 tax. Competitive, huh? Yeah. And also, you know, the, the these yokels out here saying that baseball should have a salary cap. Um, I think uh, salary caps are, and uh, I'm reaching into, I'm going to pull out a big word here. I think they're gay. I think you shouldn't, uh, I think you shouldn't uh, handcuff uh, the amount players can make, uh, I think salary caps only work in the interest of the owners is what it is. Salary caps are lame and, uh, they're dog shit. Um, it's unfortunate that the major sports that do have salary caps have higher minimum payment or minimum, uh, uh, starting salaries, uh, for players than the sport without it. But, uh, you know, that's the world we have. And, uh, you know, baseball, I mean, solidarity to the players, fuck the owners. I hope they all uh, – I hope Chris Hansen gets all of them. That's what I'm saying. I hope <laughs> I hope, I hope they all – I hope this, the, I hope communism happens overnight and uh, we can start eating them. That's what I, that's what I wish. I hope uh, Jack Flaherty builds a guillotine for Bill DeWitt. Um, that won't happen. I wish it would, but you know. I don't know. It's you know, it's sad. It's depressing. You know, I want baseball more than the more than the, more than anyone. But uh, you know, uh, and, you know, I'm sure you know. There's gonna be a season. There will be a season. Um, but you know, at the expense of uh, you know, these guys who have uh, their service time fucked with and. Um, you know, who, you know, we talked about in the last episode, how just, uh, uh, playing in the minor leagues is like, a, is, you know, there's no, there's no slower form of suicide, I think, than, uh, than the minimum wage in this economic system our country has. And like, uh, you know, minor league baseball seems determined to do that or to, uh, to, uh, compete with that, um, but you know these guys uh, labor for very little money, and they uh, you know it's suffer they they you know that's something they're love and they're passionate about, and they have to essentially suffer. Uh, you know, and this is different than like oh he worked hard, he overcome obstacles. Like you know, motherfuckers eat like 
shit. They get treated like shit, and they sleep like in a two-bedroom apartment with like eight or nine other dudes. That no, no, you know, your passion like that for for a sport that is just oozing money out its asshole uh, should not uh, should not exploit and and harm people like that. Uh, you know, guys suffer through that until their mid twenties, and then when they finally get a play, you know, they may be still be out of the league soon. You know, and then they have to go and adjust the life after that. You know, Bo Hart, lame. Bo Hart, Bo Hart. That fucking thirty-four-year-old fucking Fernando Vina at second base. Granted, he was still hitting over three hundred, but you know, Bo Hart deserved yeah, a better I mean, chance. You're saying that because uh, you have some, uh, I would say, opinions that uh, that uh, you have some biases to make you. Uh, Stop. Make you, that, Stop right uh, there. Uh, that you hold against guys like Fernando Vini and Royce Clayton over guys like Bo Hart. I'm just saying, one day we'll address them. I, I think you need more than therapy. I think you need um I think Stop. you need to get yelled at and canceled on Twitter for it. Stop. I think that'll I you need a, a trans activist with a Stop anime it. avatar and an anarchist flag behind them. Uh, to call you a bigot, and that will change your mind. That's praxis right there. <laughs> You're you silly. Need be, <laughs> you need to be called a wop by... <laughs> you need to be called a... You just need an ass kicking on Twitter. That's what I'm saying. Do I? Yeah, a little bit. Let me see what you've been up to on Twitter. I uh, Like I said, I've been obsessed with... Uh, Watching, uh, I like it when fascists uh, uh, get their ass kicked. So um, I have not been able to uh, see what shenanigans you've been getting into on Twitter. Nothing, um, nothing too um, crazy, honestly. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What else you want to talk about? You want to talk about pussy? Well, I know what's on your mind. My cat. I want to pet my cat. Yeah. I wish people could. See, wish people could see this cat. Biscuit. Nick's pet. Biscuit. Uh, Nick, how how would you describe the softness of my cat? It's like a cloud. If you could actually touch one, you know. She's fluffy. Yeah. Very She's fluffy. Super fluffy. Super About medium, fluffy. medium long hair. It's gonna be sherbet looking cat. But. Gonna be sad when uh, Mike Zunino wins MVP, and I have to drown this cute, adorable little face in a ditch. Yeah. So, and I have to film ha- it. That makes me sick. You have to film it. It's gonna be hard while you're filming it with one hand. That's all I'm gonna say. So Nick has a. Nick. Needs, I'm not. Uh, I'm not in Nick, charge of that. Y- y- you need to go to a doctor. Let's <laughs> see what Jeff Pisson- <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, uh, yeah. I don't know. No, it it doesn't look good, folks. I'm you know I'm sorry if we're not like uh, super uh, super hyper or anything like that. Um, you know, we'll uh, we'll, we'll uh, I don't know. Like what what what's some other cool baseball things we can talk about? You know, um, there ain't really much cool baseball things because everything is sad baseball. No, baseball yeah, it's life. really hard to think I, about anything else than the. I'm loving the doom. solidarity. 
I'm loving the social media solidarity from people online whenever people decide to shill for the owners. Be like, you make like $8 million a year, Walker Bueller. Like, what? You make already enough money. Why don't you just show up and play? And everyone just dunking on fucking dorks like that. So I, I like the solidarity. I like the, I like the solidarity amongst the baseball community. It shows that uh, uh, the sport is getting younger in terms of its appeal. Or better yet, the older, shittier baseball fans are dying. So shout out, shout out to my boy Delta variant. Shout out to my boy Omicron. You're uh, yes. making bait. You're making Omicron. baseball, Omicron baseball great again. Boy. Yeah. So a lot of these people, I got mad that you know they moved the All Star game from like Atlanta. You know, <laughs> they're they're getting fewer in the league, and uh, you know, I don't I don't wish harm on working class. Um, oh. people, but uh, I don't have to miss you. It's like when Batman in Batman Begins, when uh, Ra's al Ghul's like you, like on the train about before it crashed. I forgot how it ends. When he's on like that train or plane before it crashes into Tower Seven or whatever. Mm. I think Batman. I think it, I forgot what it is. I think Batman did like some kind of nine eleven shit. Anyway, and Ra's al Ghul. Shout is out like, Pete Alonzo. Yo, what up? Uh, World Trade Center, Pete, baby. But it's like when uh, Ra's al Ghul's like, you, you took an oath not to kill anyone. And then he's like, yes, but I don't have to save you. And then he jumps out of the, the train, and then uh, Ra's al Ghul dies as it, as it blows up into, like, some tower. And and then uh, and then the next Batman sequels is uh, Batman goes to Iraq and kills a bunch of people. Damn. So, I forgot how those movies went. So. I got an ingrown hair on my fucking thigh, and I'm gonna pop Oof. it and send it to you. All right, it I don't, I is, don't want it that. It is a, woo, it is a brewing big boy. I don't want I might that. Put it on if, Reddit. And put it you on Reddit. Probably pluck it and not pop it. Uh, yeah. Well, the problem is like it's not. It's underneath the skin. Like it has to pop. All right. So, okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna post it, and it's gonna get a lot of traction. Be like, yo, check out, check out, fucking boil boy here. Be like, what's <laughs> up, boil boy? Yo, a boil rules, a boil rules. And I'll be like, check out the worst fans in podcast, baseball podcast. They're like, whoa. That's how it's check, done, bro. Check, that- check out Skinny Guinea Twitch stream, baby. Whoa, where's the boil boy? Bring on the boil boy. That's the cross promotion that's like important. Yeah, so. we should do that. We should go to like uh, like uh, safe house for women meetings, and all these women are <laughs> talking and be like, you know what would help with that is listening to. Have you thought about? I know you need like mental health services and access to resources. Uh, I don't condone one any of, the, of what Tom One of these saying. resources is the Twitch app and following Skinny Guinea on, live on Twitch. He uh, he uh, records three times a week. Um, you know he's kind of good at baseball. Like my husband hit me. Be like maybe he'd hit you less if you showed him the stop. worst fan worst stop, fans stop, in baseball stop, podcast. Stop stop stop. stop. <laughs> we have Jesus. healthy views of. We have healthy views about no, women here. No, it's not. It's not fucking plural. It's Tom saying I. Uh, not uh, me. Not me. I, I'm not rapping. First this. off, I am merely a representative. I am merely a conduit for Nick's real beliefs that he wants on the show. So, uh, you know, I am. I am a hostage in this situation. <laughs> Uh, Nick is uh, Nick is a monster. I want everyone to know that Nick is a monster. Stop. I, 
Some of you have been telling me about the pod that I'm a villain, that every pod needs a villain. You are and a villain. I, I, no, no. Behind every great supposed villain, there is a tragic uh, uh, There's a tragic story. And the tragic story is that Nick has always been the, been the real villain of the podcast. He, uh, he, uh, he threatens my life. He says you have to. You have to say something. You have it. Have to at least say five upsetting things during the podcast. Uh, otherwise, you can't see your family again. Like this, this, the story about me breaking up with my ex is not true. Uh, I, I love her. Nick, Nick has taken her and he's put her in a cellar underneath his house. And there's a reason why we're not filming him in, in in person anymore. Recording in person is because I don't know where Nick is, so I can't go get her back. I can't save her. All he does, oh, he sends Jesus. me this this grainy footage of her reading off like uh, the, the 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 today's newspaper headline to let me know that it's up to date, and then uh, a, a list of thing of upsetting things I need to say on the podcast, and then it cuts it abruptly. This is what happens. Like you people might you probably horrified by this. Some of you might laugh. What I'm saying is, you know, I'm trying to come clean here. I'm trying to put this man behind bars. I'm trying to get my goddamn wife back. Because, uh, you know, this has gone on too long, Nick. You can't. You just can't keep doing this. You can't keep doing this and getting away with it. You hear me? You hear me? Yeah. They're going to make a movie about this called The Worst Movie in Baseball is what it'll <laughs> be. So, I don't know. Anyway, you know, glory to Ukraine and fuck the owners and... Hope the baseball, hope the players get what they want. What do you think? Well, you know, if... are you? I'm gay, and my dick is small. See, I shared something personal and private, so maybe you should. I think that's what the people want to hear on the podcast. No. Say, say it with me. Say it with me, okay? I'm... Say it with me. I'm... No. Instead of fucking another team, instead of putting out negative energy, okay, let's put that out the pasture. Let's let's be vulnerable on this podcast, okay? Just say it with me. I'm, no, no. I'm gay, <laughs> and and my dick is small. Tom is looking in a mirror right now, pointing at himself. <laughs> Good goodbye, horses. <laughs> Would you fuck me? Anyway, I'd, I'd fuck, fuck me, me hard. I'd fuck me hard. Jesus. We're not even at an hour yet. I thought we were nope. actually milked enough time. We're only over mm. 35. I got 15 more minutes to bullshit Fun on. fact, though, you know, the guy who plays Buffalo Bill in that movie plays the head detective in the series, Monk. Yeah, is uh, Ted... L- is it Ted Levine? Levine, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that man... Or Todd, Ted. I think it's Ted. Either Th- way, Tom- great actor. Th- Thomas Cook Levine is what it is. So that movie has one of my favorite uh, comedic lines in it. It's when uh, uh, Tyler pointed this out to me, and then I rewatched the movie, and it, it's a banger of a line. So it's when, it's spoiler alert in case you haven't seen Silence of the Lambs. Uh, jo- <laughs> Jody Foster is, uh, is an FBI agent, and uh, yeah, they're solving a murder. And she shows up at the murderer's house questioning him and it's this really tense scene and she's asking about the whereabouts of this uh of this missing person and uh buffalo bill ted levine's character is asking like what she looked like and then uh she's jody foster's kind of describing him and then buffalo bill 
uh, says, oh, wait a minute. Was she a great big fat person? And uh, it is the best line in the film. It cracks me up every time. Jodie Foster's like, yes, she was a, she was a bigger girl. Was she a great big fat person? I love that line. That's a banger line. That should that's the funniest film of 1991 or um, another or another uh, monk related fact. Um, Tony Shalhoub played a guy on the show Wings. I think he was a Ooh. taxi driver named Antonio Scarpacci. Whoa, Tony Scarpacci, yeah. brothers to Joe Scarpacci. They uh, worked on at Satriales, cutting up fuck. F- fucking Jewish gangsters or some shit. Cut, <laughs> cutting up <laughs> Rafi Cifaretto. Hey, cut, cutting up Richie April, baby. Tony and Joey Scarpacci. We're two plumbers, baby. We like to. We like to get inside pipes and root around, but not the pipes you're thinking about, baby. We're talking about the bitches. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, we we're fucking auto mechanics. We work on that muffler. You know what I'm talking about? We clean it out that muffler, Joe Rogan. Ah, gabagool. Yeah. Your dad fucked a lot probably when he was young. So he probably Yo. won't tell me to shit in a lake on that. What he's probably going to do is going to fist bump, fist bump the radio, the, the Bluetooth radio he's listening to when he's driving to driving to work. He's like, "You goddamn right I did," and it's take a big long drag of his cigarette and burn it on his forearm. Who on his your dad? And My on dad his forearm doesn't even smoke anymore. And on his forearm, on his forearm, he has his three kids. He has uh, Lucci. He has Paloma. Stop. And then, he, and then he has you. And then on your face, he has tattooed an X on it. <laughs> oh, my God. Ain't no fucking son of mine. Ain't no son of mine. So. Are you the black sheep in the family? Are you? Dude, this is not. No. <laughs> Baseball? <laughs> no. We, right, have gone, we have gone off the rails as fast far as we can look look what rob manfred has done to us done to us yeah he's made us r word it is what he is so i don't know uh i don't know we we can talk about some cool baseball facts and all that you know cool bug facts cool <laughs> a caterpillar has more than a six leg a caterpillar changes into a butterfly did you know that Bees die when they sting you with their asshole. Um, <laughs> cool baseball facts. Cool ba- <laughs> Put it <laughs> a shitty ass Microsoft clip art with rainbow behind it. Baseball facts with Nick and Tom. The baseball is round. Baseball facts. For real though. Why do they? Uh, why do they spell facts with a G at the end though? What are? What are they? Oh, I see what they're doing. <laughs> that's that's what they're, that's what they're renaming the podcast to. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna get on Twitter and screenshot this and put uh, and uh, type. Is this you? And send it to one of them. I got it. <laughs> uh, uh, here, let's do this while we're here, we, so we can kill some time. Let's look at the worst teams, each last place team. Okay. Sure. And find the best player. And I already know the answer is Juan Soto, but not Juan Soto. 
Let's find someone who isn't Juan Soto, who is the best player what? on the shittiest team. Oh my god! So we Let can feel sorry for standings. him. Juan Soto easily wins. So, but like, look, look, look beyond Juan Soto. That'd been cool if he would have won MVP. No more thing about it being a fucking last. Cedric place Mullins. Team. Think it's Moldog? Yeah, it's probably Moldog. Let's see. Arizona Diamondbacks by war was Merrill Kelly, who went 7-11 with a 4-4 ERA and an ERA plus of 96 and not even 160 innings. So the Diamondbacks were awful. Pittsburgh, I can already tell Brian Reynolds. Yep, yep. 6-4. Jacob Stallings right behind him. It's a good catcher. So, I mean, would, could we say Trey Turner is for the Nats, but he didn't play? So, it's either nah, Juan Soto. Traded. It's Josh Bell, then. Yeah, Josh Bell is their guy. Josh Bell is a really good first baseman. He had some points in uh, when we were doing the ranking. Mm-hmm. He said Muldog. Muldog's an easy case there. And then, oh, John Means. I forgot to look up how his season went. Yeah, it's a sub-4 ERA, which, uh, honestly, if you have a sub-4 ERA on this uh, Orioles team, you should have got uh, Cy Young votes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Minnesota. I wonder if Buxton was their second most valuable player, and he played in 61 games. God That's damn. Crazy, that dude. fucking injury bug, dude. Fuck me. He's putting up some griffy numbers. Jorge Polanco. Yeah, he's good. He don't mess around, bro. God damn. He would look good in Cardinal Red. He'd look I so good. I swear to God. Red. How do we get mm. him? Uh, give him Tommy Edmond and. Uh, and Tyler O'Neill probably. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> Texas Rangers. Who do you think it is? Texas Rangers. Close your eyes. I already know. I already looked. It's Adolis Garcia. Uh, I was thinking Isaiah Connor Falefa. He's the second coming of 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 the Wizard of Oz, baby. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ! These shitty teams. Jordan Lyles actually got a full season. I don't get the Jordan Lyles spiel. Go look at his baseball ref page. The dude's been pitching since 20. Power to him. He's making money, okay? He's he's making money. But, like, I'm going to close my eyes, okay? Look at, Jordan, look at his Jordan Lyles, you said? Yeah, he's on the Rangers. He's on the Rangers. He was, like, I think a first-round pick. And he's, he's been playing for blossomed. a long fucking time. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes. He's played for 11 years. And I want you yep. to count and tell me, how, like, a full season because he's been traded around and shopped around. He's fucking played for, bad. like. I think like six or seven teams. I bet in the 11 years he's had, he's had three seasons with an ERA below five. I haven't looked. No, there's a lot more. I'm going to open my eyes. He had, how many seasons did he have below five? One, two, three, four, five, six. 2014. Uh, You can't count like the half years. Let's see. Okay. 2014. Four, He's three, fucking three. ass. How has he even got a job, 20, bro? I don't know. Someone needs a fifth starter somewhere. 2018, 4-11, and then 2019 had a 4-1-5 I, You know, player union exists to take care of guys like this, and that's, you know, more power to him. But I, I, am, fl- I am still stunned that he is still in the majors. He has an 82, yeah. 82 ERA plus. He's only he's posted only one good season, which was twenty nineteen, and he went on this weird tear with the Brewers when he went over to them, where he was fucking good, mainly because he probably didn't get exhausted and got pulled at the right time. Yeah, his FIP was four four two. He got really lucky with the Brewers. So shout out to Jordan Lyles, your boy. This is Jordan Lyles Lovecast. 
Um, let's look at this guy. Uh, you, 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 you like John Boys and the Dorktown guys, don't you? And their documentaries. Who? You remember the history of the Seattle Mariners? Yeah. Okay, well, they're coming out with one, a new baseball one called Captain Ahab, the story of Dave, Dave Steeb. So they're doing a biopic on him and uh, pull him up. Uh, you spell his last name S-T-I-E-B. He was a uh, Blue Jays pitcher his whole career. So let's examine, let's examine Dave Steeb. Arguably, yeah. arguably, you could make the case um, at some point the best pitcher in the AL for his time, possibly. Uh, yeah, but who was who was better than him then? Who got the Cy Youngs know. in those years? Yeah, let's take a look. Here, let's examine it. All right, let's look at eighty-two to eighty-five, where he had an or he seven point six WAR, seven zero WAR, seven nine, and six point eight. Let's see who won Cy Young over that. When he was making two hundred fifty thousand dollars, baby. Who was better than him on that? Who got those votes? Al Cy Young, Pete Yukovich, ah, uh, or Vukovich. You know who that guy is? Nope. That's the guy uh, who played uh, Lou Haywood in uh, uh, in Major League. The guy Charlie Sheen strikes strikes out at the end. You know. How do you I spell his name? I only uh, just click on Cy Young votes. Uh, it's Pete oh. uh, Vukovich. He was with the Cardinals at one point too. What year was this? You said twenty or. Uh, 1980 was 82 82 82 82 82 82. yeah he was worth 2.8 war dave steve was worth 7.6 pete vuko beach yeah that's crazy yeah dude lou hay was there so why did they give him cy young what did they judge back then what the who fucking knows it's mainly wins like that's what he he had 18 wins so him and Jeff's on one more than Dave. Yeah, but like, look at the workload: two hundred twenty-three and two-thirds inning. Dave Steeb, two hundred eighty-eight and a third innings. So Steeb wasn't fucking around, bro. <laughs> NL Cy Young uh, went to Steve Carlton, who led the league in dubs that year. But yeah, Vukovic won it mainly because of win percentage. He, had, he won seventy five percent of his games. So I yeah. All right, so Dave Steeb should have won nineteen eighty two Cy Young. Let's look at nineteen eighty three. Short thing. AL Cy Young went to Lamar Hoyt, who won twenty four games with the Chicago White Sox. Pretty good. He was worth three point seven wins. Dave Steeb in 1983 was worth seven. <laughs> Dave Steeb, 278 innings and a 17 and 12 record. This fucking chuckle dick, 260 and two thirds innings and was 24 and 10 with, any, with a higher ERA, a 3.66 ERA. And Steeb was 3.04. So, probably should have won Cy Young that year. So that's two Cy Youngs. Dave Steve probably should have won. Let's look at 84, Nick. Going through my favorite decade. The 80s? The 80s. Why? Because why? it uh, destroyed the gay population? <laughs> is that why? Is that why <laughs> Jesus you little, Christ. Is that why, is that why you little bigot? <laughs> Willie Hernandez. 
Willie Hernandez, a reliever, won it with a one ninety two. Oh yeah, I forgot the. If you look at the eighties, Nick, they have some weird ass uh, seasons where they're like, "Yeah, we'll give a reliever MVP." That's when you had like Eckersley, Willie Hernandez. There was another guy. It was a Kent Tukalov or some shit like that, or Joaquin some other- Andujar. There was a guy who pitched for the fucking Dodgers around this time, maybe like the late eighties. I want to say Marshall or something, and he won like Cy Young. Willie McGee won the MVP Mike in Marshall? 1985. He did not win MVP. Mike Marshall was a reliever in 1974. No, se- No, I'm looking at a different guy because I was trying to recall mm. uh, relievers that have won like year-end awards like this. Mike Marshall, 1974, 106 games pitched, 208 innings, 21 saves. He won Cy Young. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. What are you looking at here? Uh, Willie McGee or something? I was looking at 1985, yeah, Willie McGee, yeah, Don Mattingly. Yeah, who'd that be, Willie McGee, ET-looking motherfucker. He won, uh, he, won, he won MVP that year. Dude, Don Mattingly's so underrated. Yeah, Donnie Baseball, if he didn't hurt his back, man. He needs uh, to be in the Hall of Fame, bro. He, he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Like, man, he, he was going to be, and then he hurt his back and lost that big pop that would have racked him up that serious counting numbers. Because look at this shit, 84 to 87, look, or actually just go two years after, 84 to 89. Look at that fucking black ink. Yeah, hey, uh, here's a guy with over 900 OPS who beats the shit out of the ball and drives in runs. Who doesn't want that? And then after that, you know, five home runs, nine home runs. He had 14 and 17. Yeah, he, but he you know got, what? He got 2,100 hits, man, and then all those gold gloves. No, no, here's the other thing that fucked him, Okay. He only played in one playoff series. Then he Nin- retired, right? <laughs> 19, yeah, 1995. And Was that a ring year? It. No, that's when the Seattle Mariners bounced oh, the Yankees my. in that epic L- ALDS when yeah, Edgar Martinez right. ripped out their hearts. You know what Mattingly uh, hit in that postseason, that one series? He had a one dot. He had a 1.148 OPS. The man went to the fountain of youth in his final season. He could have played. I wish he would have played like five more years, bro. But they had no room for him. Hey, yeah, Mariners ripped his guts out through his dick. Mm. Mm, mm. Barack Hussein Obama. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, poor Donnie Baseball. He deserved better. I, he des- I, he's one of my favorite players. You deserve better to beat a manager of the fucking Florida Marlins. It is nice though because they seem to have faith in uh, in Mattingly because I think he's a good manager because uh, they're like yeah we gave you an absolute dog shit team here in Miami you're you're going to be our coach for a while so. they need I wish he was the Cardinals manager right now yeah why you don't like because. You, you didn't like Mikey Schilt you didn't like Mikey Schilt dude no here's the thing like Terry Francona should have been the Cardinals manager in like 2011 or 12. Yeah. 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 It'd have been cool to have so. Tito. Would have been cool to have Tony. Uh, Tito would have been great. Yeah. Been good. He's a good he's a good man. So who else? Uh, oh god, Morty. I was gonna look mm-hmm. up some other crazy Oh I bet I know I know someone who did win so young. Did they win fucking MVP? Suter. Bruce Suter. Yeah, baby. 
1987, George Bell won the AL MVP. Now he won Cy Young, not MVP. He got finished seventh when he was a fucking filthy cub bitch. George Bell? AL no, MVP. About, talking about Suter. Talking about oh, Suter. Okay. Talking about Suter here, Cuck we're Rogers. On different, we're on different, ang- uh, different sides of the planet right now. I'm looking through. Here's one. 81 AL MVP went to Raleigh Fingers. So, which is your nickname in high school. Um, I cannot believe that Ozzie Smith only had like 28 career home runs. Yeah, he was a pussy, dude. He didn't hit the gym. I could fucking take him. I think I could take Ozzy. <laughs> Let's see. We saw Willie Hernandez. Let's see. Any other reliever? Uh, this one, 86, when they gave Clemens the MVP. There's George Bell. Andre Dawson, the Hawk, baby. Jose Canseco, 40 40 year and a fucking cheater. Kirk Gibson, who probably shouldn't have won it, but he inspired the Dodgers to not be ass and win the. World Series, Robin. Oh fuck, I forgot. Ruben Sierra was an MVP runner-up. Wow, because you know back then RBIs were really cool. Kevin Mitchell when he put up a fucking beast year in San Francisco, and Will Clark was his runner-up. NL West was tough in that year. 1990. Well, Jesus Christ, I thought Eckersley won one year. I thought Eckersley won an MVP. He did. I'm just high. It was 1992 when he won it. Jesus Christ, baseball writers were so fucking weird back then. I mean, what am I saying? They're weird now. These are the same fucking writers that have been around forever and still vote like asshole. So, yeah. Yeah, dude, they're they're all bad. When's the last time a reliever won Sion? Was it Gagne? I think so. That was like 2004, though, wasn't it? Or three. Yeah, it's when he had, like, what was it, 50-something saves in a row or some shit like that? He just had, I think he had, like, a triple crown and fucking... Yeah. Gagne ruled, man. He had the the body that uh, I, you know, I aspire to have. No, okay. 55 saves, but not, you know, he didn't lead an ERA or anything. 1-2-0 ERA, 55 saves. That's unreal. Yeah, but, and even at this time, he had a 15 Ks per nine at that time. I mean that's a that's fucking insane nowadays. But for that day, god damn, he was pitching to boys. So three years. I really, span. really, really wish he could have stayed healthy and had like a really good long career and been on. Oh uh, yeah, god, those three Pure years. Pure dominance, dude. Let's look at that ERA plus man. That's gonna be my project. That three year for a three year span for a reliever for a closer. Let's say honestly. Uh, he had a 2.23 ERA plus. Fucking French motherfucker. French fucking frog, dude. He's a fucking frog. A French Canadian, freaking Quebec separatist. Let's see. He had a He's from Montreal. Montreal a 2.23 ERA plus. The only one I can think that maybe is close to that in a three year. Let's look it up. Our little, our little quick glance before we uh, let the people be safe. Maybe Billy Wagner. Uh, Wagner, does this be 223? 194. Sorry, Billy. Try again, bitch. Um, what about if I did it like this, adjusted like that? 221. Billy Wagner had a. No, sorry, didn't do it right. 
243. Billy Wagner matched it. If we go by three-year spans, 2003 to 2005. What about Mariano really? Rivera? Yeah, I mean, but, like, that's... We're talking about Billy Wagner's a Hall of Famer. Mariano Rivera, Hall of Famer, right? <laughs> like, yeah, 100%. Mo's the, you know, the, the, the gold standard here. Yeah, Mo's done it before. What about Joe Nathan? Because, you know, we're talking about Joe Nathan maybe entering the Hall of Fame chat. Think Joe? What do you think? Do you think Joe he Nathan fell off, did it? He fell off the ballot, bro. Nathan fell. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. But like Veterans Committee, I guess. Nathan even did it. Wow, Joe Nathan, two seventy ERA plus in a three year span, dude. Okay, maybe you're. I take it back. Gagne was overrated. Fucking bum. <laughs> overrated. Fucking bum, Joe. Eighty-four, Nathan eighty-four saves in a row. I think. Or Joe, more. Joe Nathan matched that. What a cuck. Did Plain. he really? Yeah, he had a better ERA yeah. plus. I was looking at ERA plus. Is what I was looking at. I'm looking at saves in a row, bro. Yeah, saves are easy. I mean, you know, fucking come in, you get them. What can I say? I wonder who was on that team. Yeah, that's when they had Paul Laduca, Adrian Beltre before they got uh, before he got really good and then left. Who else they have? They had here. Sean Green. Damn. That was when he was uh, phasing it, fizzling out. Yeah, Kevin fun. Brown. Kevin Brown should probably be in the Hall of Fame. Pull up Kevin Brown. Tell me if this is not a dominant guy at one point. Kevin Brown. Brown. I know. 1986 to 2005. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's Name a long is time to play. Heard um, a couple of years, but, you know. Nearly 60% win percentage, 211 and 144, over 3,000 innings, almost 2,400 Ks. Arguably, if you look at a sabermetrics like War, probably should have won an MVP. Probably should have won a fucking start young. Yeah. Look at that Padre season. Oh, yeah. Look at his postseason numbers, too, because the dude's got some pretty insane postseason numbers. Kevin Brown was more valuable than Barry Bonds in 1998. He was the most valuable NL player that year. He probably wasn't cheating either. So no, if you look at him, though, he is kind of like jacked. He is a he is a he is a he is a he is a, a hoss. God damn it, Tom Glavin won it because he won more games. But Kevin Brown was way cooler. Also, Brown threw kind of hard throughout his career. He was a mid 90s guy. Uh, let me look here. Um, I was gonna say sabermetrics. No playoffs. Look at his postseason. I'm not on his page anymore. He had like one bad ALCS with the Yankees, but like especially that his Padres season, two and zero in the NLDS, fourteen and a two thirds innings, twenty one Ks. ALCS, he beat the Braves, so he beat Greg Maddox, and he had two six one ERA, ten and a third, twelve Ks. You know Brown. You know, if Jack Morris is in because he had some pretty high moments, you know, Kevin Brown had some pretty good ones, too. So, huzzah. And, he, and he's got a ring. He won it with, uh, with the Florida Marlins as a, you know, whenever they would go to the postseason once in a blue moon to troll motherfuckers and, uh, win, a, and win, a fucking, uh, win a fucking ring and then dump them the following season. <laughs> Do you know who uh, was the manager for that Marlins team when they won their first World Series? 
Wasn't it fucking... Come on. Uh, he was dude. a scout for the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After. I forgot his name. Yeah, he smoked cigarettes, on. bro. Yeah, I was about to say, chain smoker. Come on, you know it. Jim he, Leland, bro. Yeah, baby. Hey, Nicky. Look at fucking Nicky. Check out the big bread on Nicky. Come on. Agabagoo. Yeah. Sopranos suck. Wire's better. Did you finish it? Nah, I'm almost done, though. I wish Hurry I was the finished. Fuck up. I wish I was finished. It's ass cheeks. No. Biscuit just closed the bedroom door. Plot death. Oh, wait, she almost closed it. Now she's opening it. She's learning. She's learning well, how, She's learning doors. That's, know, the, uh, that's the episode. Our, yeah, yeah, we filled our obligations to all you fucking piglets out there who need this slop. So you can grow big in your in your geopolitical and and lab, in labor movement takes. Do you feel like your brains are bigger and have more wrinkles attached to them? Huh? You have more wrinkles in them brains. You're gonna go tell the ladies this. Get your get your hog slogged. Your nog bogged. Come on. Come contrary, on. contrary to um, what's happening in baseball world, we will not yeah. go on a strike or stop content flowing just because baseball is not happening. Yep. Um, so, yeah, still, we'll, we'll still be here. Yep. Make sure y'all follow uh, Nick's uh, Twitch. 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 <laughs> oh, thank you. Yep. Skinny, what is the skinny, skinny Zero. Skinny Guinea Zero, because Skinny yep. Guinea One was taken. Well, Skinny's Guinea was taken, surprisingly. Really? Oh, yeah. man. Chris Maltesante must have Twitch. Yeah, probably. Adriana, come on. It's called <laughs> It's called PCI. You use it to put the bad head on the ball <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> it's called Diamond Di- Eight Own. It's called Diamond Dynasty. You use it to own millionaires and make cards out of them or some shit. <laughs> it's called Road to the Show. You use it to become a baseball player and become addicted coke and sit on your fiance's dog and kill it or some shit anyway fuck the owners but we yeah, need dude. to dude ma- uh uh fuck russia glory to ukraine and fuck who should we fuck who's the final fuck the fucking owners bro fuck the owners again should we be again more part two you know fuck john Heyman. Oh, fuck John Heyman, honestly, yeah. All right, on three. One, two, three. Fuck Fuck you, John John Heyman. Heyman. He'll be a guest on the pod next week. Bye.